Hey, it's Emily. And it's Lauren. And welcome to Gleek Please with Emily and Lauren. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Taking care of my nephew has made made his nap time my nap time because I am tired. <laughs> uh, same. Yeah. I don't even know if I can nap after this. Maybe. Probably not. I have to wrap presents. I can't. We can't do it until Friday night because my nephew's gonna be like presents, and then he's gonna throw a tantrum when yeah. he can't have them. <laughs> Although this episode will post it the day after Christmas, it is Thursday. It is the day before Christmas Eve, December twenty third. I would make a rent reference if I could, but it's not Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. so how you been how was your you because i know you said you had to pick up your friend in the airport how was that um it was good when he ran to hug me he smacked me with his phone (laughs) so i had a little bit of a head injury but good concussion It was not a concussion. My brother kept on telling everyone it was a concussion. (laughs) Um, But I'm okay, I think. That was good. You guys been hanging out? Not since um, the day we picked him up. Mm. Um, Because they keep on trying to spring plans on me at the last minute. And like, whoa, 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 you gotta give me a heads up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, I hate. Hold on. Oh, okay, I'm posting it to the mic. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Um. Oh, I hate that this episode of Glee is our Christmas episode. I kind of want to end the year with a bang. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Pull up the calendar. Cause one is. What's next week? Um, next is hierography, isn't it? That's not what I'm... Next week is the 30th. Okay. So this is our last episode for the year. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, guys. Hate to see it. Hate to hear it. Hate to see it. <laughs> We're moving too slow. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> because this week is the 23rd, next week is the 30th, 23rd is going to be posted on 26th, 30th is going to be posted on January 2nd. Chuff, come quiet. <laughs> You know, I'm trying to update before the year is over, but ugh. yeah, that's my goal. Because I haven't updated, make me feel since before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So the girls are like, "Where you been at?" I'm like, "Girl, raising a child." <laughs> raising a child. That's where I've been. Ugh. Had that meeting 
well, right as of right now, is still happening. With my former choir mates from high school, I didn't think we were at that age yet, but here we are <laughs> having reunions. You know, we only graduated three years ago. Yeah, I'm not doing any reunions. Woo. Four, three, 19, 20, 21. Yes, three. Yeah, three. I don't think anybody, I don't think any of them listen to this. So, like, I'm not, it's not that I'm not looking forward to talking, you know, to talking with them, but I haven't talked to anybody that I graduated with in about two years. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I'm not ready for the part of the conversation where they're like, so what have you been up to, my girl? <laughs> you know, technically, we would be in our senior years if everything, you know, if everything went right in school, mm-hmm. in college. But, you know, you know how, you know how that go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like the only one who's not in school that I know of out of that the whole group yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's rough it is yeah how I feel anytime I have a conversation with my dad yeah so pre-show pre-episode things to talk about um yeah, it's I don't know what's going on on Broadway, but so many shows that are closing. Have you seen that? Yeah. Carolina Change, The Christmas Carol that Alex Newell was in. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I think of other ones? Literally so many other ones. Diana's going up Broadway. I've heard either is either you like it or you don't. I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched it. Um, but I figured it was going to close pretty soon. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Music Man is back on. It's like all the Yeah. I there's been a lot of drama with that. Don't nobody want to see Sutton Foster. Is is basically what's going on. Or Hugh Jackman in the lead roles. <laughs> um but it's like all the all the original shows that have come out are not staying on Broadway. They're closing as soon as they like preview mm-hmm. versus all these revivals are staying on, like Music Man, uh, friggin' Hairspray's on tour right now. Mm-hmm. They're coming to my city, but I'm not gonna see it. Obviously, Hamilton's still, Hamilton ain't going nowhere, <laughs> unless something, like, then Manuel Miranda has a major scandal. <laughs> um, except there was that thing with that trans actor who was getting dead named mm-hmm. um, on set and backstage. That freaking sucks. Because they didn't, they didn't want to give the person their own um, dressing room, or they didn't, they like you know how every person, like every cast member has their own like station. Yeah. They kept dead, dead naming the person. It's like for real, as progressive as the show is supposed to be. Yeah. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, we're being bigots. Like what? <clears throat> but yeah. So many, so many original shows are closing while all these revivals and stuff are staying on. It's like, I don't want to have revivals. I don't want to have another TV show or Disney movie turned into a Broadway musical. I'm tired of it. We need, mm-hmm. we need new stuff. And nobody's giving these shows a chance. Mm-hmm. 
Cricket sucks, bro. Yeah. What you got? In happier news, if you've been <laughs> following Snicksmas, we raised $78,100. Wow. And I'm getting a free t-shirt. Nice. Don't know when it's going to get here. But. I didn't have a way of donating or else I would, but we no. did promote it. So I, I did my little part. I throw my money around. I think I donated like 50 or $60 because I did two different donations. That's good. If you were able to donate, thank you. Thank you so much. If you weren't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. The Lord knows your heart. <laughs> Um, yeah, not much going on in the world other than that. Like, we try to keep up with, like, you know, the gossip and stuff throughout the week before we record, but this week has been nothing. We watched this show, the new show on Disney called Foodtastic with Kiki Palmer as the host, and we're so used to watching like cake wars and cupcake wars, mm-hmm. you know, where you have the objective and you have to make your display and stuff based off of that. Mm-hmm. So they have the right, it's like anything that Disney owns, any franchise. So the first episode was like Ant Man, it was a scene from Ant Man and like his opponent and whatever. And they make it out of all types of food, not just like desserts. Mm-hmm. And they, and it's, but there's like not high stakes. They have from sunrise until sunset to make their display. And there ha- there's like this thing that goes up to, to display that. And it's like, this is boring. I need more, you know, I need more drama. I need a little bit more angst. Like it's mm-hmm. overall, it was like boring show. And I love Kiki Palmer. So I'm trying to, you know, I try to, you know, um, support everything she does. But that show is not, it's boring. And then the prize was like these pins. Like what, what, where's the money? I don't, I don't know. Sorry, Kiki, but they need to do better on that show. Mm-hmm. Like the displays were good, but watching it was really boring. I was ready to turn it off, but I wanted to see what would happen in the end. <laughs> I still haven't watched Tick Tick Boom. I still haven't finished it. Um, but I'm still obsessed with Andrew Garfield for some reason. I think the flying man. That man know he's fine. He's very pretty. He is. Gorgeous, and he played that role. From what I've I've watched reviews mm-hmm. of, of the not reviews, I watched one one guy's review of the of the movie, and he was talking about how he basically like kind of did a background on Jonathan Larson and how mm-hmm. he was um, mentored by Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that. So it was good to learn more about Jonathan Larson than the, what I, than the basic that I basics that I knew. Like I didn't know he was heterosexual. <laughs> that was a surprise. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Um. Yeah. And overall, I know I know that Andrew Garfield did a great job. Um, was supposed to see West Side Story last week. I mixed up the times. I thought it was at three fifty. The movie was at two fifty, and oh. we were going to Muskegon to go see it with my aunt. And he was like, "The movie about to start in six minutes." I was like, "What?" Because my mom was rushing me, and I was like, "Why are you rushing me? We have time to get to Muskegon and to see the movie in time." Mm-hmm. And my head it was three fifty, not 
not two fifty. So we're gonna go see it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we're gonna go to well, brunch before. There we go. Yeah. So Spider Man No Way Home came out. Mm-hmm. Every, people can't wait. They just have to give spoilers as soon as they see it. Like, oh my god, the mo- it hasn't it hadn't even been a week since the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, I haven't even <laughs> I haven't even seen Far From Home yet. And I, I have haven't even seen Homecoming. I have. <laughs> oh wow! I have Far From. I've seen that twice. I have Far From Home over there on DVD. Have it come around to watch it, and nobody's gonna fight me about it. <laughs> I know, yeah. obviously. You know. I think I I'm just to, gonna rent them all. Is it not on? It is not on Disney Plus. Cause they had that fight with Sony. Yeah. I'm just gonna right. run. Them. I, I, you know, I love throwing my money around. So you do. Yeah. <sighs> well, I guess we can talk about Glee. <laughs> I guess. Only because we're feeling nice. Um, y'all don't know how bad we wanted to skip this episode. It was a struggle. I mean, I almost started to convince you to do it. I really almost did it. I was like, no, bro, just do it. <laughs> I was going to be like, this is our podcast. We can do what we want, but no. <laughs> just skip episodes because we want to. This would be like the only one really that I would skip. I, I can deal with all the other ones. Yeah, this one's just like boring. The other ones are just like crazy, so then we can like talk about that. Yeah, I literally only have two pages of notes. Like, I have like four, I think. As I was trying to write stuff, but I had no thoughts, it was no thoughts head empty over here. Like, bro, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I think I subconsciously just write huge so it looks like I have a lot of notes when I really don't. Yeah, I try to write in the lines. Um, So, what are the songs featured in this episode? All right, here we go. So, Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. I'll Stand By You by The Pretenders. A mashup of Don't Stand So Close To Me by The Police and Young Girl by Gary Puckett in the Union Gap. Um, Two Seconds of Crush by Jennifer Page. Um, You're Having My Baby by Paul Anka. And Lean On Me by Will- Bill Withers. <sighs> I heard something outside and that scared me. This is no shade to you, but I literally just almost fell asleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but honestly, there's so many songs. Ugh. Which sucks, because you think as much... Songs for episodes usually are more, you know, drama-packed. There's obviously drama, but not as much as, yeah. Yeah, it kind of just feels like they're just thrown in. Like, they don't really add anything. Water. Well. We're just going to go through the episode? Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. You're right. Yeah, pain in my. There we go. Lift up and throw. Lift and throw. Okay, so like how it starts out. 
Um, how does it start? Oh, Will's writing on the on the board. Give me the assignment of the week. So, what's a ballad? <laughs> a ballad is like a ballad is a male duck. <laughs> that it's was a male duck. I, I thought yeah. you were gonna catch it. I thought you were gonna catch my joke. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Why did you say it? What? Why didn't you say it? Well, you know. You were gonna actually was, give the I definition. Was, I was thinking of the actual definition for valid. Oh, I was God. like, oh, don't hit me that with that. The joke fell. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> it's okay. What is a ballad, though? Ballad is like emotions put to music. It's lifting. It's, I don't know where I'm going with this. Will said it's like, it's just, it, dang. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <a> message. <laughs> That's just me stuttering, giving a message, portraying a message through the song. So, yeah. So then he pairs the people up. He has to be paired with one of the students because Matt is um, in the hospital because they found a spider in his ear. The way I would have to, I'd rather die. (laughs) No. Because how does he just get a spider in his ear? Do they crawl into your ear? Yeah, but like... (laughs) It's possible. I heard this story about this guy, and he was literally like frozen, but like his heart was beating and he was alive. And so his wife took him to the hospital, and she was like, "I don't know what's wrong with him. He's literally just frozen." And they had found like some type of insect in his ear, and he got literally paralyzed with fear. Beautiful. That was oh, I could not imagine. Give me the heebie-jeebies, bro. <laughs> I, I just cannot imagine that. Yeah. Being frozen like a, with fear. Yeah. It's just like know, of they're... all the illnesses that Matt could have had, they chose a spider in his ear. I wonder why Dion wasn't in the episode. I don't know. We should look it up. They they just told me why he left the show. I don't know why. He, I don't. I know why he left the show. There's not what I'm talking about. There's nothing. Hate to hear, hate to see it. Yeah, we know why he left. We know why he left the show. We need to know why. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, maybe it was like Victorious, where certain characters weren't in, got a certain amount of episodes, like mm-hmm. how Beck wasn't in some episodes. Yeah. Mhm. Maybe it's like that. Even though that's the only one he wasn't in, right? Yeah, I so, think so. So maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> maybe best you just had the flu or something. Maybe he did get a spider in his ear. <laughs> Rough stuff. So yeah, everybody gets paired up then. Um Mercedes and Puck, Quinn and Artie. What? Finn and Kurt, and Kurt. Santana and Brittany. Tina and other Asian. What the heck will? Why would he say that? Tina and Mike. And then that's all of them, right? And then Rachel and Shu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's more members. There's not. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. I think so. I don't know. I suck at mine. Whatever. So, yeah. And so 
Rachel's like, oh, guess me, guess it's me and you, Mr. Chu. So then they perform Endless Love. And objectively, the song, they sound good. Ignoring mm-hmm. that fact that it's it. Like, if we listen, like, Leah and Matt, and Matt sound good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore, if you didn't actually see it, it would be a fine song. Mm-hmm. But looking at Rachel Moon Eye over William Schuster. Leah Michelle knows she knows how to give some crazy eyes because good God. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think it's also the fact that Leah and Matt dated at one point. Yeah. So <laughs> every time I watch it. this, I'm just like, I was watching it. I was watching it with my. Um, my mom and my nephew and my nephew has a habit even if he doesn't know the song he'll sing the last note that he hears as soon as they done i don't i don't know he's he's pretty talented little boy um so he was just singing with endless love with him we love it um yeah let's talk about teacher crushes did you have cute teachers in your schools um objectively kind of there were like two Mm -hmm. and they were yeah and they were kind of like a group of or a group of them um they were the like the best looking in school um Mm -hmm. i didn't have a crush per se i just thought that they were cute yeah, me neither. Yeah. One of them had a very nice butt. <laughs> Every so time he turned around. Whoo! So there was a one. He was my geometry and my economic teacher. Because at first he was the, the, the geometry teacher. And then the, the the economic teacher got fired. So then he moved to econ. So he was yeah. my teacher for both of them. That man, first of all, he's an amazing teacher. So that's a plus. He amazing, he's an amazing teacher and he's fine. He had like that little nerdiness, cute, cute cuteness to him. Every time we were seeing, we'd be like, hey. Hey. <laughs> like him being him being fine. I mean, him being a good teacher was just a plus. It was just mm-hmm. nice to look at him every day. And then um that same year that we had econ. So you had a, a semester of econ, yes, a semester of civics. So my civics teacher, he was fine too. He was kind of like a jerk though, but like he was a good teacher. He was just kind of an a hole, and I was like, "Love this man." <laughs> I really talked to him. No, I ain't talked to nobody in that class unless I had to. Oh, well, on my pillow. But yeah, just those those two, and uh, yeah, I think there was one substitute. He was really really attractive. There was this Australian teacher in the freshman campus. Love him. Oh, <laughs> he right. wasn't my teacher. He wasn't my teacher, but the the bio teachers had like a little collab, and we went to each of their classrooms and did a different part of whatever subject we were doing. Mm-hmm. We had him, of course. Yeah, fine man, fine man. And there was this also this. He was like, he was part of like safety, which is like our kind of bodyguards but not necessarily mm-hmm. whatever you know police but not police they weren't mm-hmm. like affiliated with the police but he was there and yeah he was a fine man too <laughs> but I never had crushes there was a couple 
a couple girls who, you know, <laughs> father, this, there was this one girl I graduated with and she was like, I'm going to marry this man. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like she really like pursued him, but she was like kind of obsessed. Yeah. It was also, it's so funny. Cause, okay, so this girl that I used to be friends with, kind of acquaintances now, posted a TikTok about how she would Photoshop herself or what on what, the wedding pictures of one of our male piano accompanists. Wait, I um, saw for, that for choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I went to school her. Like we were, we used to be best friends. Um, <laughs> he was a fine man, and he was just so charming. And you know, you just we got to see him every other day. Mm-hmm. So, hey, like, and it was it's a thing that every freshman girl's choir had a crush on him. Just, mm-hmm. He's an attractive man, and that's that's the tea. <laughs> Did she go a little overboard with her crush? Yeah, but it was she never like approached him about it. But like, of course, he knew. But it was like a, a joke within the within the choir program that she <laughs> that she had a crush on him, and she was done with it by her by her sophomore year. So like, for people to like you know respond and be like, that's really creepy. Is he was he was not harmed. He's okay. <laughs> I think he's been engaged. He's engaged to somebody else because they got a divorce. That's the tea. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, high school, high school teacher crushes. <laughs> there, there was a, quite a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, this is gonna sound mean. I'm the part that's mean. I'm gonna cut out. There was also this. He was a music teacher. He was <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll cut that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, like, really. One of the cute teachers was like best friends with another teacher who wasn't like cute, but he was a bestie. Love that man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they had a total romance, and I was waiting for the day. That they would leave their wives for each other. Waiting for them to kiss. Yeah, and it never happened. Did you hear about those two Russian or Dutch politicians that are like yes. in love with each other? One of them has wife and kids, but the, and but and the other one has a boyfriend. Yeah, I know. I've never seen. I keep so on much getting edited. I've never seen so much chemistry between two people. I mean, wow. They are in love, and they, I don't care. I've never seen more of a forbidden love. <laughs> somebody, somebody, make a movie of that, please. Boy, I watched that. <laughs> I watched watch it. <laughs> uh, wow! Wow, love that for them. <laughs> we really got off track. <laughs> so, will they ever be together? Is a question. When the stars align. <laughs> when that man leaves his wife. And when he leaves his boyfriend. <laughs> I just the way they look at each other, how how is that platonic? The flirting, I mean the winks, the smiles. Somebody punch me in the face. Do it. <laughs> I beg. Cause wow. Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. Yeah. Forget when I think of the way someone's true. supposed to look at someone they love, that's what I that's picture. What I, that's yeah. <laughs> Hit me real deep. 
Anyways, back to Glee. After that, after Endless Love, Rachel forms a crush on Mr. Shu. Mm-hmm. That's how we got to that whole thing. Um, After that scene, we cut away to Quinn trying on her chastity ball dress. And her mom's like, oh, it, it fit um, a couple months ago or however long. And, excuse me. Oh, okay. <laughs> First of all, good casting on Judy and mm-hmm. as her mom, because they, her and Diana do share similarities, like their eye shape and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell on Judy's face that she knew. Mm-hmm. She knew that Quinn was pregnant and she was just brushing it off. That's all the thoughts I have on that scene. Yeah, I mean, there isn't much. Um, but, like, at this point, Quinn has to be, like, four or five months long, right? Um, let's write this down. Because <laughs> when they did the sonogram, she was, like, a month and a half. Okay. So... Glee Club starts at like, or is reinstated in one. I it feels like the beginning yeah. of the year, so like yeah. September, probably. So, it's okay. Okay, hold on. January. Okay. We signed a real low. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we, we start in September. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna say. Like a month into the school year. So then, now, what we see later on in the show is that sectionals are usually around, but right before Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So that would be like late November. Mm-hmm. We find out Quint's pregnant in the second episode? Third episode. Third episode. Third episode? Fourth episode. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, because that's Friday. So that's still a week, two weeks into Glee Club. Yeah, but she would have had to have been with Pop. She said she was like five weeks or something. Mm-hmm. So she probably got pregnant right before Glee Club started. So in August. Right? Yeah. Because they kept saying sections in a few weeks, guys. How many weeks is it? We don't know. <sighs> we don't know. Because, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because I guess from what, what I've heard about a lot, a lot of people's pregnancies is that in, with, if it's their first pregnancy, they don't show until really late into their term. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think it depends on like your body type. Yeah. So Quinn, she's not extremely skinny. She's got a little meat on her bones, but mm-hmm. I don't she's still know. like kind of tiny. So I feel like she would be showing a lot more than that. Yeah. She's like in between three and five months because mm-hmm. she gets spoiler, I guess. She goes into labor at regionals. Mm-hmm. Which is, we know that regionals is all cut, okay. And so, that's like the end of the school year. But it's not. 
because nationals is at the end of the school year. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. So regionals, basically we have sectionals right before Christmas. We have Christmas and then February because they had just had Frick, I'm getting they're confusing me, they're confusing me, they're confusing me. I have to look okay. God. <laughs> Our timeline is not working out, guys. We're gonna figure this out. I'm so serious. Okay. Okay, Glee season two episodes. I can't spell. Okay, yeah, because. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we have sectionals, Christmas. February, because like we we skip like literally majority of January in season yeah. two. So then we get to February. We have the the thanks Thanksgiving what Valentine's Day episode, and mm-hmm. then we have one, two, three weeks, and then okay, okay, February fourteenth. There's only fourteen days after that, so. So regionals is like in the start of March. Yeah. But then nationals is the end of the school year. Is in May. May. Okay. Because typically high school graduations are in May, not June. Yeah. And June is usually when the school year ends. So back to what we're what this is all about. <laughs> so Quinn. <laughs> you know we oh, how do we do this? I'm doing this too. So Quinn. It's let's say the baby is conceived in late August. Conceived, and she finds out two, two, three weeks in the glee. So she maybe, 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 maybe about a month along, and we find out before sectionals. Wait, where was I going with that? That she's showing. Mm-hmm. So she's showing it like. October. So. Okay. September, October. So she's like two, she's like three months. Okay. Baby. Three or four. Okay. Three. So, so she's showing October three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. She had to be. I remember because she was doing a month, so she, so she had a baby at eight months. Okay. So yeah, she, she's she's three months. Okay, problem solved. <laughs> um, guys, this just shows how dedicated we are. Ooh, we stopped what we, we were doing it. for a whole timeline of Quinn for Bryce pregnancy. We did it. Oh wow! Okay. Shout out to us for knowing the show more than we need to. Because yeah. <laughs> if I had to remember that little line, the only line that determines how far along she is that we know, mm-hmm. we would not have figured that out. <laughs> yeah, because she was like a month and a half when she got the sonogram, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm all." She's like, "I have a month left in my pregnancy. I think I can carry a, a thing of plates." There it is. There it is. We got it. The way Period. they did. 
sorry, I guess spoilers for the end of season one. If you don't want to hear it, skip mm, a minute. <laughs> so the way they ended season one is like regionals is the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They got two more months after that. Mm-hmm. What did they do with those two months? Sleep, I guess. Yeah. That's why when Rachel's like, we should prepare for sectionals, it probably would have been a good idea to do so. Because the school year wasn't over. Yeah. They, they could have been up in their repertoire. Mm. We're figuring everything out. We are so <laughs> smart. I swear to God. We, we are. Big brain energy. Anyways, now that we figure that out. Moving forward. Yeesh. <laughs> That's so funny that we sat there doing that. It took like how many minutes? Five minutes? Ten? <laughs> I think I think we spent like ten minutes on that. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened anyway. after that? Um, so then Rachel approaches Mr. Shoop in his classroom to give him a present. <laughs> and it is the ugliest freaking tie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Why would he ever wear that, first of all? Um, and she's like it's a star, so you can think of me and the star that I'm becoming. Stop. I can literally stop. <laughs> That's and, disgusting. And then, what else? Um. So then Will is like, crap, it's happening again. And he's talking to Emma. And Emma's like, what do you mean again? He's like, this is not the first time I've had a student crush on me like this. And then we get Susie Pepper. What a ledge. <laughs> Love Susie. Played by the iconic Sarah Drew. Um, she was only there for one episode and she did what she came to do. Who is Sarah Drew? Um, she's most popular. Um, she was on Grey's Anatomy. She played April Kepner, who is mm. very neurotic. Um so it kind of matches Susie's vibe, at least her mm. first few seasons on Grace. <laughs> cool. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what shows I want to start watching? What? Mm, or at least show Gilmore Girls. I have to start that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've only seen that in like passing. Yeah. My mom watched the whole the whole series plus the, the yeah the, a year a year in the life. Mm-hmm. So I've seen bits and pieces. I've read a lot of fanfics. I've re- I've read like over fifty the Vampire Diaries fanfics. I don't ever plan on watching the show. Never. And we love to see it. The fanfictions are really good. <laughs> yeah. So I know like what all happens in the in, in the entire show because I've read so mm-hmm. many. Yeah. Why do I do that to myself? I don't care about spoilers. I really don't. Like, I'll like pick a movie and then I'll look up the whole summary while I'm watching it because I, oh, I, I don't I don't want to be surprised. It depends on how much I really, really want to watch something, whether I care mm-hmm. about spoilers or not. I care about spoilers for No Way Home because people do this all the time with Marvel movies. Yeah, like it's Marvel, so I never want to know. It's so freaking annoying. Um. But like with TV shows, no, I don't care. No. Nope. Uh, I started watching Will and Grace, but I started with the reboot instead of the original. So, 
Um, because I was on Hulu and the reboot came up first before I saw the original was on there. So I was like, yeah, it's fine. And really, it is. Um, oh my gosh. I just realized I still haven't watched the Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. We keep on doing this. Oh my god. <laughs> um, really? Wow. Yeah. Well, fake fans. We're busy, all right? We are. Sorry, sorry, a child. Sorry, Skylar. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, Jane. Sorry, John. Sorry, Alice and all you. Sorry, everybody. Main cast people. <laughs> Love y'all. Mean it. Um, after that, we get Kurt and Finn in the choir. Mm. In the auditorium. <laughs> and they're talking about oh, I almost choked myself. Oh god. I'm pressing my hand into my throat. Ow. <laughs> and they and they talk about the songs that they want to sing to each other. And Finn's like, stop, I can't, I can't, I just can't. <laughs> and Kurt's like, oh, what's wrong? And I think that if Kurt put his motives aside and trying to make Finn fall in love with him because he has a crush on him. Sorry, we didn't add that. That he could have been the great friend that Finn needed during this time before he found out that he wasn't the father of the baby. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, they have great friendship chemistry. Mm-hmm. But he let... Because, you know, because honestly, you want to form a friendship this is coming from somebody who ain't never been in a relationship. You kind of want to get to know a person more friend-wise before you decide if they're if you want to be in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, say Finn did have an attraction for him, Kurt should have worked on a friendship first instead of straightforward. Mm-hmm. You should give up girls. Like what? Hold up. <laughs> yeah, like he's not subtle at all. Um, and I think there's moments where he does like dial it back and put his feelings aside to like yeah give Finn a little support, but it's also, like, a two-sided coin. Mm-hmm. Where he's also just doing it to win Finn. And that's never gonna happen, Bestie. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. Finn Hudson is, unfortunately, a little homophobic. Um, but at the same time, he can't turn Kurt down. So it's like, what? what is it? What is it? Mm-hmm. But I think what we learned about Finn was that he bottles everything in and then he explodes and then he says offensive stuff mm-hmm. and then <laughs> doesn't face consequences for it. Because he won't know why because he's a white cis head male. Yeah. What happens after that? And da, 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 da. Okay, so Kurt suggests a song for Finn. Um, and he, he's like, you know what? Let's do. I'll stand by you. It's in your wheelhouse. Also, this is the only time we see Kurt play piano until season six. Right. Y'all just forgot. That's he a lie. Play. Who did? Who played the warm ups for? No, wait. Who played the warm ups in season six? I mean, season three. First episode. Oh, no. It was like twenty by twenty five, married by thirty, legally. Um. Is it Brad playing the piano? I think that was Brad, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just chilling by the piano. But anyway, yeah, so 
He says, I'll stand by you. And so then we get to this little performance. Ben singing his heart out, pretending that he's singing this to his um, daughter that's not his. Um, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't even know how to right here. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. So Finn's singing to his unborn child um, in his room. He is serenading this sonogram. And then, <laughs> which is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, and then Queen Carol comes in. And she's like, were you just singing to a sonogram? And then Corey's acting in the scene. Hello. Corey and, God, I don't know her name. Rami. Yeah. Huh? Rami. Rami? Oh, yes, I did know that. They're acting. Brilliant. Brilliant. Because people who can people who can form a cry and actually form tears, that's good acting, I think. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you get people like Leah Michelle who have to force the tears out <laughs> by squeezing her eyes, or you just have people who have ugly crying faces. They're Darren's face isn't isn't that bad for these guys. It it depends on when it is. Um, um now Jenna. <laughs> Jenna's always crying love that. Yeah. Um Sierra Capri. Sorry, girl. Love you, but your crying face is ugly. Good lord. <laughs> so is my crying face. Oh, Mine ain't that bad, I don't think. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Grab my notebook. Handy dandy notebook. I was watching that earlier. Forcing my nephew to watch Blue's Clues. Love it. I feel bad for Josh because they have Joe on there and he's like kind of a side character. And I think it's only because Josh wasn't getting the ratings because he's the first um, host of color on there. Mm. He's, he does a great job, though. Love you, King. After that, obviously, Ben tells Carol that Quinn's pregnant. And Quinn, oh, God, I hate her in that scene. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she's like, oh, she's going to tell my mom. It's like, our moms haven't even met, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what happens after that? Um, yeah, so Quinn's yelling at Finn for telling his mom. It's not like he had a choice. Right, caught you did in the act. Sonogram was up, he's singing to it. Can't lie about it. So, he didn't have a choice. Quinn's like, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm smart, you're dumb. Shut up. You're not smart. Tell him the truth. Ugh. My relationship with Quinn in this episode is so back and forth, that's not even funny. I found out what Rosacea is. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Rosacea! I had to Google it. Because cause Tina was like, this drama is making my Rosacea act up. I'm like, huh? So it's like a skin condition similar to acne, and it happens usually in fair-skinned people, but a lot of the time in middle-aged women. 
Love it. It's like over three million U.S. cases per year. <laughs> I was like, dang. Uh, I got psoriasis. Good to know. All right. Um. Anyway, so after that, oh yeah, we did get a little scene of like why Kurt's in love with Finn. Um. He literally fell in love with him strictly because he was nice to him. One there. <laughs> um. And I cannot call this man out for falling in love with a man who treats him with a sliver of kindness because I do the same thing on the daily. Literally. I remember one time at my old job, there was this guy. And I had, you know, I was grabbing stuff to stock my coolers. And I came back and he had swept the floor for me. And I was like, you king. (laughs) I mean... You yeah, already know about my work crush. So, left school, so never saw him again. That's a lie. He came in one time and I didn't recognize him. That was the last time I saw him. <laughs> so, King, if you're out there, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what was after that? So, um, Emma made the suggestion that Will should sing to Rachel to you know let her down easy. Um, so then we get Don't Stand So Close to Me and Young Girl. And I have very strong opinions on this number. Um, it is one of my guilty pleasures. I don't know what it is about it. On that performance. So what are your thoughts? My thoughts are the songs fit so well together that I actually can't hear them separately. Also with with Halo and, and Walking on sunshine. Mm, yeah. Also, hot in here in centerfold. I can't listen to them. It's too. Me songs. too. I got every heard, time. Like the other day, walking on sunshine came. I was like, I was like, I can see you <laughs> in my head. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah, time hot, so- hot in here comes on, I'm like, Angel is a centerfold. Angel, Angel is beautiful. <laughs> I like I. They belong together, and you can't tell me that they're two separate songs. <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about this mashup. I just I love it. Um, one of the songs, I think it's Young Girl. They like switched the song around because it's actually about a pedophile. Um, yeah, <laughs> I want to know why they would even choose that song. Yeah. Because in like the original young girl, he's like, "Don't tempt me. You're just a child. I don't want to do that." Um, so they switched it around at least. There's that. Um, they could have been like terrible, like they've done before. Like when yeah. they spoiler for season three, when they think what doesn't kill you makes you stronger after a suicide attempt <laughs> from the person um, that they know. You know, it it was a choice. Choices were made for sure. Uh huh. Not the right ones, but choices were made. So yeah, it's just a guilty pleasure. Um, one of my favorite Matt vocals. So <laughs> there's nothing behind me except my door. <laughs> Whoopsie. Are you comfortable? Hold on. Getting on my bed. <laughs> 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 
Oh no. Okay, 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 okay. Here I am. There you are. Here I am. There you are. Why does it seem so far? Next to you is where I should be. <laughs> it's a rush. Oh, there's some gossip. Big time rush. What they have them? a new single. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I gotta listen to it. Call it like I see it. That's a bop. Anyway, uh, yeah. I had the first CD, and I know I listen to it so much. When I hear one of the songs, I remember which song comes right after it. <laughs> I love that. On the soundtrack. I mean, know all the words to every single song on that whole whole album we love it after that I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't name many songs after their first album <laughs> dang whoopsie okay so what happens yeah so Rachel didn't get the message of the mashup at all uh, obviously neither did Emma because all they did was make googly eyes at will yeah. um, <laughs> so that sucks. And then we move to Finn's basement. Um, Kurt's over. And they're having a little bonding time because uh, Finn needs an outfit for dinner with the Fabrice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that scene's just so cute. Um, um, that's what I said. They friendship would have been great. That's what I'm saying. And we know that their friendship is great. Uh, God, this is not spoiling things. Sucks. Um, we didn't get enough scenes between them. We didn't. In future seasons, we didn't get enough scenes. They mostly focus on Fincho, and that's freaking annoying. They focus on. We focused on the relationships more than the friendships. Mm-hmm. They did focus on re- friendships. They focus on Rachel's friendships, which is I don't care. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. we deserved more first scenes. We deserved more Kurt's eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but they like bond over their dead parents. How cute! Bestie things. <laughs> yeah. So, once again, after that, we get the dinner scene between mm-hmm. the Fabres. And Finn is a Fabre or Fabre. Yeah, because I wrote it down because Russell is saying Fabre. And that's his name. So I like I don't know if he just has an accent or what. (laughs) But I'm saying Fabre. I'm saying that's correct. Yeah. Like Quinn Fabre. It just Quinn Fabre. Quinn Fabre. Quinn Fab like there's, no, there's too much stressing. I don't like it. <laughs> so there's that. 
Oh, we forgot the scene where Rachel's in Will's house. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say it. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, yeah, Rachel's in Will's apartment cleaning his <laughs> bathroom. Because um, Terry, if she, she's going to have a husband with all these little schoolgirl crushes, she's going to make him work, you know? Yeah. Which I respect, honestly. And then after that, we get a little bit of crush, which is uh disgusting. <laughs> Poor Will got set up with the way she yeah. was writing her her thoughts. It doesn't take a scientist. <laughs> it yeah. Also, why did we get like a full recording of that song? You did on the album. Yeah, on it's on the album, like the full song. We should listen to it. I it's in my playlist. Because it's kind of low-key a serve. <laughs> I have a lot of guilty pleasures. Um, and then um, right before the dinner um, is when Puck reveals he's the father. Mm. And Mercedes puts him in his place. And as she should. Mm-hmm. Like, let him know. Anybody can be a baby daddy. But it takes a real man to be a father. Mm-hmm. That real man is not Puck. He's not ready. Yeah. Period. Period. So she just told him like it is. Um, told him to keep his mouth shut. And that was it. On to dinner with the Fab Rays. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Kurt has establish this plan for Finn to sing Quinn's parents a song. Um, A, he did him dirty picking that song. I know he did it on purpose because he wanted to sabotage the relationship. Which is terrible. One of the one of the worst things Kurt had did the whole season. Mm-hmm. I mean, well. Another one of his bad choices is, like, next episode. So... There's that. Um, I do like sort of hierography. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right before he's gonna perform, he goes to the bathroom and he calls Kurt. <laughs> like, Tori's acting in this episode is beautiful. And he's like on the phone and he says, I gotta go. They'll think I'm pooping. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I want to know what they talked about that whole dinner. Like, Um, what were the topics? Probably like, how's football? Um, The devil? Are you a child of God? (laughs) Do you believe in the Lord? (laughs) Yeah. Do you believe in the Lord? I am. I imagine it would be very uncomfortable. So he comes out of the bathroom. He grabs the radio. And he says, let's perform. You have my baby. It's the fact that Quinn told him no. And he did it anyway. Yeah. Like you can. Why don't people listen to Quinn when she says no? The Ah. terror on her face. She said, please stop. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. It's like. No. No. 
because maybe like, the results wouldn't have been that bad. Maybe they would have forced her to, you know, go through the pregnancy and get a baby for adoption. Maybe they wouldn't have kicked her out if you had her. <sighs> like, that's not something that you reveal through song. That's a legitimate conversation you have. But we know yeah. Quinn wasn't ever going to tell him until she popped that baby out. Um, so You know somebody who did that. Or at least until they were really showing it, couldn't hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I knew. I didn't even, I didn't even live with that girl. I knew. Whoopsie. I was like, Mom, she's pregnant. She was like, No, she's not. I was like, Yes, she is. Watch. She was. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, reasons this song was a bad idea. Um. Perhaps singing The Seed Inside of You. <laughs> In front of Quinn's father was a bad idea. Right where he stopped it. Like, why would you ever sing that in front of somebody's daughter? And where did they even find this song? Because I've never heard this song until I watched this episode. Um, I like to think that this is my this is gonna be my canon. Bert had that in his playlist on one of his vinyls because he has a vinyl collection collection Mm -hmm. and that was one of the songs that he played when he found out that elizabeth was pregnant with (laughs) with kurt that's adorable that song and if anybody takes that cannon i will hurt you (laughs) oh i love a good head cannon yeah so Right after that horrible line, Russell's like, nah, it's over. Uh, and then he, like, stands up all big and tall, and he's like, ooh. He's like, you're looking up to him. I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, you're looking face. up. Not with that outfit on. <laughs> like, Finn is, like, two heads taller than this man, but he's gonna act like he's big and tough. I hate this man. Mm-hmm. Everything about him screams I'm and like a manipulative abuser um and we did get a little hint when quinn was trying on our chastity ball dress that judy's kind of just a submissive housewife and an alcoholic and an alcoholic because they did pan over to that drink mm-hmm. they're like oh in the in the gender Bear for barry book that i read their canon was that um Judy, you know, redeemed herself, and Quinn moved back in, moved back in, and Judy started going to AA meetings. Mm-hmm. And then Russell got kicked out, and he came back, and he was he was like a drunk, crazy, abusive man, and mm-hmm. he had um, oops, he had came back, and he had started beating on Quinn and uh. What's her name? Quinn and Judy. Like, put them in a hospital. I don't know. This is a great book, y'all. If you want the link, let me know and I will send it to you. Like, literally, email us and I will email it back. Or you can DM us on Instagram. And I will send it to you. It's 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? One of the best fanfics I've read. Not even I'm not even joking. Because the canon is completely switched up. With with there being an, um, a male, the male Rachel Berry, and 
it's so good. Y'all definitely need to read it. You need to read it. I've read some of it. How far have you gotten? Probably like five chapters. That sounds like something I do. And that's not even where the drama starts. It don't. It don't really get good until the summertime, post season one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how good I am at actually reading stories. So, what do you do successfully? Quickly? No, I'm kidding. Nothing. <laughs> <What about you? laughs> it's an audience for like RuPaul's Drag Race, and one of drag one of the queens asked the other one and said, "What do you do successfully?" Quickly, and they couldn't respond. <laughs> Love Bianca. Yeah, so it blows up. Um, it's Finn's fault that she got kicked out. Cause yeah, nobody told you to do that. <laughs> yeah, obviously she was not ready to tell her parents. You should never force somebody, um, to tell something like that when they're not ready. Um, but we know. Finn likes to out people, so... Right, right. Whoops. The word on the street is that they submitted this as Diana's Emmy nomination this episode. And mm-hmm. pretty good, because Diana... She you did know, go for it. Monologue, and she... she the, the whole for Bray family was giving in the scene with their acting. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I was the most interesting scene of the whole movie. What? Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie? <laughs> whole episode movie yeah like this dive into Quinn's home life really kind of explains why Quinn is the way she is what I hate though spoilers for the rest of the show it's never resolved never we don't find out what happens after like (laughs) Even that's, when what like moves- that story. Mm-hmm. that's what I like you- about that story yeah because it has some resolution nothing happens here she just gets kicked out and that's pretty much it until the end of the season we find out some more stuff I'm, I'm worried about that story because in that story Quinn confronts her mom and says you never said anything you just let him kick me out mm-hmm. and you just <laughs> character development Love um, character development. Love it. Yeah. The yeah, only really bad part is after she's kicked out, when Finn brings her home, mm-hmm. uh, she's just taking advantage of Carol like that. Not his baby. <sighs> Never was his baby. Never said, hey, maybe, maybe I can even take me to Santana's house or Brittany's house. You know, my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I let my son's girlfriend in? Like, so y'all can do what y'all did to get that to get to where you are right now? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like, you know, if she if ooh, <laughs> yeah, just knock everything over. <laughs> what was i talking about um carol letting quinn in the house oh and it's not that it, like 
and my son's girlfriend didn't have anywhere else to go, then I wouldn't let her stay. But if Quinn didn't have any other options, mm-hmm. then, then she should stay at Finn's house. But yeah, Carol's just too nice. Yeah. I'm I'm not even convinced that Carol has actually met Quinn before. So where were we? <laughs> um yeah, so Quinn is now staying with Finn and his mom. Um we get to school the next day. Um the whole Glee Club had oh wait. Well, Rachel apologizes to Will for the weird crush, um, because she had a confrontation with Susie Pepper. Um but honestly, we don't care about that storyline. So that's all. That that's a all good you little, like, but Susie told her like it is, though. Yeah, she said, don't put yourself through that. Get it together. You look a mess. <laughs> yeah. basically what she told her. She said, you deserve better than that. Treat yourself better. Anyway, um, so Rachel apologizes to Will. Um, Will does his little pep talk that one day Rachel will find someone who can actually love her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so the whole Glee Club has um, prepared a number for Quinn and Finn to kind of cheer them up because they've been going at this alone. Um, and they do lean on me. Great rendition. Love it, love it, love it. I mm. think this was the first performance that really made me love Glee. Because mm. it felt like home. That, that <sighs> sounds <cry>. cheesy. <laughs> that sounds cheesy. Um, but like a safe space, you know. Yeah, like this. I think this one really showed what I guess what they want Glee to be about. You know, mm-hmm. this core friend group, this Glee club, that mm-hmm. shows that they're all going to be there for each other regardless of what happened. Mm-hmm. We can lean on each other. <laughs> and all the physical representations of them leaning on each other. Uh, Chris literally crushing Leah with his arms. I love that. Uh, Did you see Amber push Leah? <laughs> yeah. They were all blowing the crap out of her. How did they get Leah to sway in the background? Because they pushed her. Because they pushed her. Yeah, um, and it's a lead vocal with Artie and Mercedes, as it should. This song is on the uh, on that game that I got. Okay, it's like the first half of season one. That whole uh-huh. game. I wish it was all of season one. Uh huh. I'm trying to sing some Bohemian Rhapsody, some some another one bites the dust, anything. But I can't. <laughs> Whoops. I'm gonna go to another um, video store and buy more games. So those are fun. Yeah. <sighs> that's that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's pretty. That's it. Nice little wrap up. Uh, that's how it is. Yep. Mhm. The way I didn't even write my thoughts on Lean On Me because we were singing along to it. <laughs> Every time Kevin sings a song, he forgets the lyrics. I love that. Uh, <sighs> Jesus. Okay. 
And so I guess on to the best and worst. If you, yeah. if you have any more thoughts. I don't have any more. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Best song. I put Lean On Me. Solid choice. Solid choice. Um, I'm going to be annoying and put Don't Stand So Close to Me, Young Girl. Mm. <laughs> What'd you put for worst? Worst, I put You're Having My Baby. Me too. I almost yeah. put Endless Love, but technically it sounds good. It's just yeah. the context. Yeah. And You're Having My Baby, I mean, it sounds good, but like the song is trash. Um, in the context, it's not it either. So, no. Right, best character. Um, Mercedes. Period. Period. Um, I put Kurt. I don't I didn't want to put Kurt because he was semi manipulative. Yeah, he was being a little manipulative, but I did really like the hurt friendship scenes in this episode. So I think that's why I did. Yeah, it's just that it felt like. The whole time, because I know what happens later on, the show that he had ulterior motives. I can't tell when he's actually being genuine. Mm-hmm. I want to believe that he is, but I can't tell when. Yeah. Worst character. Russell for Bray. Why didn't I put Russell? <laughs> <laughs> Whether even though this is the only episode he's in. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let me just change it real quick. <laughs> it's Russell. Good. Julie Pepper. No, but Rachel. Oh, she, she just because I didn't like the crush. Episode. Um, but yeah, it's actually Russell Bray. Why did I forget that happened in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I start doing best and worst, I forget everything that happened. It'd be like that. Yeah. Um, outfit. Mm, best, I put. <clears throat> Why did I write it backwards? Okay. Me too. <laughs> I wrote the best one and worst. <laughs> Me too. I just saw. I just saw that, and I grabbed my. Oh, hold on. I'm dizzy. Whoops. <laughs> okay. Best outfit. Um, I put Kurt in the choir room. He has like a black and white polo, black pants, um, matching hat. It's not like a serve. It's just like the first episode. Wait, what? First outfit I looked at. I was like, yeah, it's that's nice. Are you all right? No, I'm still dizzy. I'm listening, though. <laughs> so what did you pick for best outfit? Girl, the room is spinning. Um, oh I put best outfit mm-hmm. is Emma in the mashup scene. She has on that, that pink shirt and that mm-hmm. floral pencil skirt and obviously her regular mm-hmm. statement necklaces and those heels, mm-hmm. those yeah. olive and tan color heels. Um, in the worst outfit did you say worst um mine was rachel in will's apartment she had like a sweater vest and a button-up and an ugly gray skirt oh yeah it's giving like acapellas yeah um i put kurt in this first scene between him and finn where he before he sang i'll stand by you Mm -hmm. he had on that that gray red striped um top 
and he had those those black striped sleeves and that hat and the white jeans. Yeah, it wasn't a fit. <laughs> yeah, was not MVP. And I put <laughs> I put Susie Pepper all because of um that scene. <laughs> First the scene where Susie her Pepper. Honestly, Susie is kind of an MVP, but I put Mercedes for that one. Yeah. Yeah, because she only had like one little scene, but she put her heart into that. Yeah. Okay, assignment of the week is to pick a ballad, which is basically a song that portrays a message. What is the song that you picked? I chose Piece by Piece by Kelly Clarkson. Lovely. Mm-hmm. What is that song about? Um, that one is about, there's like, daddy issue trauma and then like when you get into a relationship knowing that your significant other is not going to be like your father um mm, that sounds weird um in a good well, way yeah because she's because she's like pregnant at the time that she released this so she was and having she, a baby with this man and she was worrying that her her child father was going to be like her father that's yeah, and like leave, and yeah. The way you worded that was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm always weird. <laughs> so Sorry. I chose um forever yours from Once on This Island. Um, between Timoon and what's his name? I don't even remember his name. Her love interest, Armand. The Armand. No, wait. That's not his name. Daniel, from, from between Timon and Daniel, mm-hmm. and they're just talking about how you know they're forever each other's, even though it all turns dark at the end of the song, and then at, by the end of the musical, um, Timon dies for basically no reason. Mm-hmm. Daniel was engaged to Andrea this entire time, and he lied to Timon, made her think that she was forever his, and vice versa. But the vocals are great. You listen to the revival version with Isaac Cole Powell and Haley um, Kilgore. Really great. Saying on karaoke with this guy who posts duets. He posts, he sings like the male part or whatever. Clark on stage. Hmm? Clark you know on him? stage. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always pull them up. <laughs> I was like, he better stop for I fall in love. <laughs> he doing a bare minimum. He's oh, just yeah. singing, and I'm in love with that man. Sorry. Right. We sang that. We sang No Air. We sang Almost Is Never Enough. <laughs> we say. Partner. What a king. We also sang oh. The Tango Maureen. <laughs> love it. I sang a lot of waitress songs with him. Um, yeah. I wish I knew that musical more than I, I do. Yeah. I'm really just out here trying to be Jenna, um, and it's okay. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Jesus. But his pop songs, because you know he has those two pages. Yeah. The pop songs are kind of... Eh. <laughs> yeah, I like the musical ones more. Yeah, he has some Glee songs in there, but I don't... It's the songs that I don't know enough, like Faithfully, girl, I don't know. I, don't, I know the chorus. <laughs> I don't have the range for that, like... I do not have the range to sing Rachel's part. Mm-mm. It won't it won't sound like a belt, that's for sure. 
Yeah. I knew it. What? Jenna Ushkowitz produced Once on This Island. Did she? The revival? Yeah, I think so. The revival, duh. (laughs) So came out like the 70s. Yeah, so the revival. And she won a Tony Award for that period. Yeah, because Alex Newell was in it. Too. Yeah. Leia Salongo was in it. Mm-hmm. So that's a wrap on episode ballad of season one. Episode what? Yeah, the tenth episode yeah. of season one. And this is our final episode of the year, unfortunately. Um, but make sure y'all follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And uh, those are both Egg Week Please podcasts. And if you have thoughts on the episode, send us an email at gleekplease at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voice message. <laughs> so, um, you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash gleekplease. Um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify on all that wonderful yeah. stuff. Yeah, they just added um reviews to podcasts on Spotify. So make sure y'all do that. I know we don't have many listeners, but the more reviews we get, the more our podcast will be recommended so we could get more exposure. So please do it. Please, Continue. we would love that. Um yeah. and then you could also follow us on our personal Instagrams. Mine is it why, why can't I say my own Instagram? At it's Emily Dick and Lawrence is Laurenitis. That's L X U R E N G I T I S. Woo! Weird. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, geez. So that's all. We will see y'all next year. A Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate. Mm, Happy New Year. And mm-hmm. all that good jazz, all that jazz, all that good yeah. jazz, all that good stuff, all that jazz, <laughs> all that good jazz. Um, remember, at your family dinner, don't sing a song, unless that's what y'all normally do. <laughs> yeah. Don't announce the pregnancy at the family table through song either. All right. Sorry, guys. Right. Um, <laughs> it's not a good idea. All right. We'll see y'all next okay. next week. Then next year. Okay. Next year. Oh. Be breezy. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gleek Please with Emily and Lauren. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek Please Podcast and on Twitter at Gleek Please Pod. And follow our main accounts on Instagram at It's Emily Dick and at Lauren Gitis. That's L-X-U-R-E-N-G-I-T-I-S. Send us your thoughts on the episode and future episodes via email at gleekplease at gmail.com or send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash gleekplease.